What does it mean to be truly free? What does it take to keep a free society free? And what's a pioneer at heart to do when our maps are all filled in? When the next frontier is, for the moment at least, still out of reach. I'm Troy Stevens. These are the kinds of questions that not my restless mind. We'll explore them and more here on the No Fear Pioneer. Frontier has been on my mind quite a lot for several years now. That might seem surprising for a concept so far removed from our modern, everyday experience, but I find I really feel a connection to it. Reminders and echoes of our frontier roots surround us, and the spirit of the frontier lives on in our hearts and minds and our cultural memory. The indomitable pioneer spirit that rebels against constraints and restlessly forges ahead is the heartbeat of everything from aerospace to rock and roll. For me, I suppose it started in Southern California where I grew up, the Gold Rush State, where the Old West reached Land's End at the Pacific Ocean, and where you can still find a few places away from the cities that have a bit of that frontier feel. After college, I spent some time on the frontier of human knowledge and capability in explosively innovative Silicon Valley where I worked as an engineer for 12 of the last 15 years with people who are creating things no one has ever seen before, advancing the digital frontier and making billion transistor chips, computational gold, out of sand. Then there's where I've lived for the past year in northern New Jersey, surrounded by key colonial and revolutionary war era historic sites where one can walk in the footsteps of the bold souls who birthed the United States. For this California boy, that's been quite an experience. All of these experiences have built in me a strong connection to the spirit of the frontier and those who chose the frontier life. Life on a frontier isn't for everyone. It's certainly not for the faint of heart. I'd venture that it's not the kind of life that most people on this planet want. You need to have it in your heart to want to live the frontier life, to embrace risk and danger above and beyond what most people feel comfortable with, in exchange for a life of few limits and enormous possibilities. But if you have that yearning in your heart, well, it seems that no other place will quite do. If there's a frontier left in the world, be it physical or virtual, you've just got to get there. I think a lot of how we feel about the frontier life has to do with how we think about risk. Risk isn't something that a reasonable person pursues for its own sake, of course. You choose to embrace a known risk because you have no good alternative but to go through that risk to get to something you crave or need on the other side. The risk is a calculated move, a trade-off of security, stability, and comfort for the possibility of getting to a better place. To a pioneer, risk is tempered by the knowledge that where you're going is a place full of possibility where, even if tragedy should befall you or you should fail spectacularly, as long as you're still alive and have your mind in your own two hands, you can dust off, start over, and remake yourself. For worse, but also for better, where you go in a frontier is up to you. 
and you know going into it that you're going to have to fashion your life by your own exertions at considerable risk in a land of many unknowns. The key concept is that there's never any certainty, and in the end it takes a leap of faith and courage to take that first step forward into the frontier. Nobody is entirely fearless, and it's not really a matter of having to be fearless. It's not about eliminating fear, it's about not letting fear stop you. I think courage is in some sense a word for being more afraid of what your life will become if you don't take the leap. As Charlie Waite remarked in the great recent western, Open Range, there are things that gnaw on a man worse than dying. Those are the things that drove us west in search of wide open spaces, risk, opportunity, and freedom. Another key aspect of the pioneer character is that you have to be committed to confronting and dealing with reality on its own terms, on a daily basis. You won't have much use for superstitions, magical thinking, or untested abstract theories about people or nature, and you can't afford to hold or act on beliefs that don't match up with reality. Doing that'll get you killed. Your constant dedication has to be to reality, reason, common sense, and a disciplined, skeptical mind that's devoted to telling the difference between what is demonstrably real and what is mere wishful thinking. Your ideas about the world have to be mercilessly tested and retested, fired in the blacksmith's forge of experience, and hammered into a useful and trustworthy shape. Willingness to assume risk, weighed in the unflinching light of reality, that combination seems to form the essential foundation for an aspiring pioneer. Without it, you're better off staying home. With it, a great many things become possible. In 1943, American poet Stephen Vincent Benet published an epic poem titled Western Star. It's a book-length story, really, about the American frontier and those who made and lived in it. When I contemplate the frontier, the invocation of Western Star always comes to mind. I've read this passage at home in far west California. I've read it on vacation on a horse ranch in Wyoming a state whose wide-open vistas preserve some of the last remaining fragments of the old frontier feel. And it gives me a deep shiver every time. Not for the great, not for the marvelous, not for the barren husbands of the gold, not for the arrow-makers of the soul, wasted with truth, the star-regarding wise, not even for the few who would not be the hunter nor the prey who stood between the eater and the meat, the wilderness saints, the guiltless, the absolved, born out of time, the seekers of the balm where the green grass grows from the broken heart. But for all these, the nameless, numberless, seed of the field, the mortal wood and earth, hewn for the clearing, trampled for the floor, uprooted and cast out upon the stone from Jamestown to Benicia. This is their song. This is their testament, carved to their likeness, speaking in their tongue, and branded with the iron of their star. I say you shall remember them, 
I say when the night has fallen on your loneliness, and the deep wood beyond the ruined wall seems to step forward swiftly with the dusk, you shall remember them. You shall not see water or wheat or axe mark on the tree and not remember them. You shall not win without remembering them, for they won every shadow of the moon, all the vast shadows, and you shall not lose without a dark remembrance of their loss, for they lost all, and none remembered them. Hear the wind blow through the buffalo grass, blow over wild grape and briar. This was frontier, and this, and this, your house, was frontier. There were footprints upon the hill, and men lie buried under, tamers of earth and rivers. They died at the end of labor. Forgotten is the name. Now in full summer by the eastern shore, between the sea mark and the roads going west, I call two oceans to remember them. I fill the hollow darkness with their names. Is it possible to hear that passage and not feel it in your bones? Despite having read it many times and knowing what's coming, I always find myself caught a little off guard. There's something about that brilliantly crafted passage that summons a profound connection to our frontier past. I love and cherish it. Reflecting on the connection across time we just made, I'm led to wonder. Would today's America be the kind of place a frontiersman or frontierswoman would want to hitch their wagon to? And if not, where exactly do today's pioneers belong? Our overall feeling for risk as a culture seems to have changed over the years that I've had the opportunity to observe. These days, more people seem to prefer seeking assurances of safety and security to risk-taking. I think there's a false notion that we can manage risk out of existence. Or maybe the false notion is that we can eliminate risk and still lead lives that we'll feel are just as worthwhile. We want to know that somebody somewhere is in charge and will manage things in a predictable way to ensure that we'll be taken care of, in our retirement, in sickness, or if some other calamity should befall us. We also seem more interested in winning the approval of others than we used to be, and we seem willing to surrender our fiery, fiercely independent, ruggedly defiant, living my own way, who cares what others think ethos, to that end. Well, okay, that's a life. I've come to realize that it's probably a life that most people want. We seem to have affirmed that recently. If you find yourself looking around asking, where's the next frontier and how can I get there? Well, you're not like most people. Then again, Pioneers never were like most people. They didn't head west in search of ease and comfort, safety and predictability. Whether it was the risk and commensurate opportunity they were running to, or troubles or intolerable conditions they were desperately running from, they've always been driven by something extraordinary that many if not most of their stay-at-home contemporaries would probably have considered more than a little crazy. We seem to be moving in a direction of docility that we are told will make us more free by relieving our minds of worry. I think we're better than that. I think we owe it to the bold pioneers who went before us to do better than that. Our lives and exertions as courageous men and women are worth more than that. 
both to ourselves and to one another. And I'd like to see us recapture and reclaim as our own more of that bold, rugged, determined pioneer spirit to which we owe so much of the success and comfort we've come to enjoy. Because playing it safe ain't rock and roll. I'm Troy Stevens. This has been the No Fear Pioneer. These are some serious questions I'm asking, but we're going to have fun with it, too. A life lived in freedom is a great and wonderful adventure, and I mean to celebrate that here while mulling over today's world from a pioneer's perspective. You can find me at fearlessdream.us and on Twitter as Kulak76. I'll see you next time. Till then, forge ahead boldly, my friends. <laughs>